Hello! It's me and Lib again. We're back. And we're doing a long overdue uh, of a format that we haven't done in a while, but I think definitely deserves uh, definitely deserves some time back in the spotlight. We're doing an indie game review. Uh, but first off, Liv, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great today. I, I have missed, missed talking about indie games. Yeah, me too. They're some of the best games. Anyway, so now to talk about Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> Overwatch 2, the ultimate. I, I did see my friend Jonathan sent me, and it's it's a lot it's a lot funnier that because um, uh, of of what happened in the in the trial that that it was uh, a a just verdict and not what everyone expected that uh, Derek Chauvin would uh, not be punished for. Uh, what he did in killing a man, but uh, someone on the Reddit uh, for like, because he was following that to see when the verdict was coming in, and someone on the Reddit was like, "Oh, I can't stand this." Can we talk about Jeff Kaplan leaving uh, Blizzard for a while? What do you think this will do to the chances of Overwatch Two? <laughs> like, just, just that's where your head goes, or you're just like, "Ugh, I can't stand waiting for this historical moment." Can we please talk about Jeff Kaplan a little bit? You know what I want to say to that guy? <laughs> what? Adios. Adi- <laughs> Adios what? to that what? guy. Oh, you did it. Oh, she did it, folks. Um, that's right. We're talking about um, friend of the podcast, uh, Doc Squiddy's game, uh, Adios. I don't know if you listened to that episode or not, Liv. No shame if you didn't. Uh, but uh, when Doc was on, um, he mentioned this game and sort of described it a little bit. It was a while ago, like uh, probably like a good six months ago, more um like well before it came out and it was fun like i i was like oh neat this sounds like a a really interesting game um and to actually get a chance to play it is is um oh it's very rewarding um i i I don't think i've seen a a game kind of go from cradle to grave like this in in the way that i did with adios so um you know obviously from the sidelines but still pretty cool um yeah so i was very happy when you suggested it yeah i was um and I think that this probably goes for you too, that like from the pitch, you're kind of grabbed by it. And it's like, well, I would like to see this game. This certainly sounds like it would be interesting. Definitely. Yeah. And like, it's, it's interesting too, because I know like, so Doc's other game that he has worked on is Paratopic, um, which we talked about on the show. I don't know if we talked about it or I just did. I can't remember if you played Paratopic or no, not. You, okay. you recommended it to me and I have it in itch, but um I haven't gotten around to it yet. I don't know if we were going to play it around Halloween time or maybe. Yeah, that that does sound like something we do. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like a, it's it's a neat game. It's it's more like a survival horror ish, scary. It's surreal. Um, whereas like when he when he pitched Adios to me on the show, it was sort of like not that he pitched it to me. I had nothing to do with funding it, uh, obviously. <laughs> but uh, when he was sort of like you know giving blurbed. what his pitch was, yeah, blurb. That's the way to say it. Um, you know, it was it was a thing where um, he was saying, yeah, it's just like it's a story about a, a, a person who works for the mob wanting to get out and his friend who's a hitman. And then, like, the other thing he said on the podcast, so I feel like I can say this is like the game he really wants to make is about soul. The the uh, the the guy who's going to take over for the hitman, he's like, and that would be like a first person shooter. So, like, just this like this this love of video games and all of its genres, I think, like the fact that he really like cared about. And I mean, Doc, Doc's sort of like the central, you know, auteur here, but there's a lot of people working on it, obviously. Um, and like, you know, th- I won't talk about Doc anymore after this because it's a little silly. But like, I think I think, you know, just the the way that the the game clearly just like loves its um, uh, uh, subject matter in terms of it being a video game is uh, pretty evident from the start, which makes me like it even more. 
Yeah. I, I think that, um, having that story and being really sold on, on telling a, a specific story rather than like, I imagine this is how it goes as you come up with the story and then like how you're going to make that game really convey that story, um, followed here that it was a, a story first, um, kind of mission um because everything okay yeah so the the blurb for audios is that you you are a pig farmer um that is trying to to get out of business with the with the mafia and so like right you're you're following a day in the life of this guy that's trying to get out of the mafia you're following Um, a the beatles day in the life of this guy trying to get away from the mafia (laughs) (laughs) it's so I mean, it, really, just like what you want to what you want to tell from the story, and like what the emotional weight that you you want to come from it, I think comes, um, you know, just with the, with the daily actions of this guy that it really is like <laughs> that day in the life feel. Yeah, I, I think it's like what, what's cool about the game to me is that it starts off with, you know, like you you even have like a little, and you know, like there there are things that are just like there are like revelations and stuff like that in the game for sure. But, like, there's this little um, – this diary you have at the beginning, sort of like a little journal that says what you have to do. And the one thing in it initially, if you look at it, is just, like, tell him you quit. Um, and then it keeps, like, it keeps going. So your tasks are, like, be sure to milk the goats or, like, go see the horse. Or, you know, like, at one point at the end of the game you're making – okay, so in case you're worried, uh, we will be doing um, – we will be doing uh, the uh, the spoiler thing here. There's not – I think like so – the game's called Adios and it's about someone who has to get out of a contract with the mob. And uh, there's only one way out of a contract with the mob. They tell you in the very first minutes of the game. So it's not like there's a ton of spoilers to be spoiled. But some of the game modes maybe – like if you want to come into it blind, you may as well go play it. It takes about two hours to play. So don't – you know, don't feel like – don't feel bad. You can come back to this. Um, but that, that said, I'll give you a second. Okay, um, so one of the things that um, uh, I thought was really interesting is this way the way this journal goes, and like it has this really meaningful thing at the front, like telling you quit. But it also is a place where you can like make a recipe when you have to make dinner. You have to get all the actual <laughs> ingredients. And you get to keep checking back to see how to make curry or whatever. Um, I thought like yeah, it was it was definitely like day of the life. I think that's a wonderful way of putting it. And I think it I think it's sweet that he continues to like write down these meaningful events for him which are clearly um that his aspirations at this point in his life are the the daily mechanics of like how his life works and uh, to to tend to his like singular hobby but otherwise to just like love on the animals (laughs) that live on his little farm yeah his description of why he kept a horse i really liked right like the 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 hitman is asked so the game starts with the hitman basically being like hey like here's the thing um you know you want to get out of the mob is what you're telling me there's really only one way out so like i i'm really hoping you don't take that way out because we're friends and i would really hate that you know be working together for however long at this point it really bummed me out um but the guy basically says like yeah look i'm I'm gonna get just gonna get out um and so the the monster says like well you know maybe maybe i'll be able to talk you out of it maybe i can like help you with your tasks today and he it, it is just that it's not like he's not intimidating him the whole time literally it's him going around and being like 
all right, like, what do you do? Maybe I can help you. Uh, so, like, you are, like, at one point, you're attending to your horse, and the monster's like, well, or the hitman's like, well, like, why do you keep this horse? Like, you can't, it doesn't make you any money, does it? And he's like, no. And he's like, so does it, like, is it, do you, He's like, like, you don't even have a saddle. Like, yeah, do, can you ride it? Like, what? what's your deal here? Why Why did you keep this horse? And he's just like, yeah, look, man, like, I keep this horse because I love the horse. It's the most beautiful creature I have. Like, I, I think it's wonderful. Um, and he's like, the, the, the hitman cannot make any sense of this. Um, but the sense of, like, you know, if I didn't have a horse on this farm, it wouldn't be a farm to me. It's just, like, so crucially important to the, to the farmer. Um, and it, it, it follows through the whole thing, I think. Yeah, I think following the structure of like there's um, that this is the way he's structured his life now and like having that understanding of like, okay, I need all of these puzzle pieces to fit into my life together. And there's like a certain amount. Um, If one's missing, if I don't have a horse, then there's like (laughs) it's breaking the the meaning of what's currently going on in my life, Um, because as we like later find out that there are there's been a lot of changes in his life. Um, yeah. I, um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting is how they dealt with the issue of his wife. Um, so like, do we, is she, so this is a silly question, but did you get the sense that she was dead or that she was simply like in the home and that's why she was like gone for him? Yeah, no, I, I think that, I think it's pretty explicit that that she has dementia and that he has um, not been visiting her at yeah. risking her safety due to to his crime, um, his relationship with the, the crime family. Yeah, he seems very worried that she would have said something and it would have like impacted their family because um, she's, you know, if, if you've known anyone with dementia, it is actually played you know, very similarly to like what happens in dementia, which is like you're you're are lucid sometimes. And when you are lucid, you never quite know what you're going to be saying. Like it, it could be anything at that point. So, yeah, I think like it, his conversation with his son at the end, like he, he tries to have one last conversation with his son and it's very painful. The reason it's very painful is because like. The, the whole premise of the conversation is like you left mom and I'll never forgive you. And he's like trying to explain like, no, like see the thing is the thing is, and it just, it, it can't happen. So like it is, it is a game about like, it's very much a game about like, you know, things you can't ever get right. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this game does something really interesting that I haven't seen in a game before as far as like dialogue choices, like mm. uh, for the first like 75% of the game you have, two to three dialogue choices um, whenever you're having the conversations with like with this hitman and like other mob members who like come to visit you. Um, But like, as you're going on, like with your actual, like more personal struggles, like there's grayed out options of just like things that you, you wish you could say, but you can't. Yeah. And if you select them, it's just him going, huh? Like, like, like literally like vocalizing the sound you make when you're just like, I wish I could say that, but uh, I I can't get myself to do it. Um, Yeah, I thought that was super interesting, too. It was like a really, um, a really compelling way to kind of lay out this, I don't know, like the inability of the, of the farmer to, to do like what he, what he wants to, like what he wants to have happen, basically. Like, it's clear what the farmer wants is 
he wants to get out of this and he wants to be seen as a good person and he wants to mm-hmm. kind of make amends. And like at any given point, the only person who understands his actual motivation for this is the person who has to kill him. Like anyone else he's trying to make amends with just misses the point or thinks he's like trying to do something else like with his son or he calls his neighbor and she's just like, oh, well, come by soon. Like we got boysenberries. See you at the fair. And he's like, I don't think I'm going to be at the fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> and he's not. <laughs> well, I think that it's it's interesting that he's like that you're saying that the only people person who understands his true intentions are is the hitman because also it's like he's trying so hard to convince himself that he he is a good person and oh, like yeah. it, it's definitely very complicated like from what like conversations and i don't want to like spoil all like the the dialogue throughout the game because it's, it's great and there's there's a great story to be told um, yeah we should talk about like the way the story is told too for sure because it's like super interesting but yeah go ahead but things that you that you hear him be like very not boastful but just like very proud of like early on in the story and you're just like so sold on like okay he has this horse and like he's so proud of his horse he's so proud of his chestnut tree and later on like you hear that it's like this like source of hurt for other characters in this game in the game for you to be for him to be so proud of um of these things that he's still going on about like we're just hearing about it now, but clearly he's been talking about it daily <laughs> for for 30 years. Right. Yeah. And like, I think what's what's really interesting about that is like, so the one thing I will say about knowing about this game ahead of time, like some of the stories are true. Like I know that the the chestnut tree story comes from Doc knowing someone who had an American chestnut tree somewhere he wouldn't tell him about because like he wanted to keep it safe. And like the the guy collecting planes is a real person that he knew and stuff like that. But what I like about knowing that, right, is the game doesn't like privilege that in some sort of weird way. It's not like, and those people are good because they, they care about the thing I care about. Like when his son, when he calls his son and his son's like, do you have to go out and like take care of your stupid pigs or your stupid tree instead of your family? It's like, oh yeah, like that's an obsession that he is romanticized, but his family finds as a source of like, you know, that's what you cared about instead of me. And that's like, that's true. Like that's what obsessions become. (laughs) And like, I like that. I like that the game is willing to say that as opposed to sort of like lionizing it in an uncomplicated way. Mm -hmm. I don't, I also think, don't think that the game is trying to make us like think that he's then a bad person for feeling proud of these things, but that there's a gap between the things that, he's actually saying and the things that he wants to say like both yeah. like pride and hurt um and I, I feel like it also speaks like you feel isolated on this farm and that there is like um i think a wide history of like these isolated farmers like and especially men like having like mental health um ongoing mental health concerns and issues and just like that inability to to verbalize Yeah, I agree. No, that's really interesting. And I think like, you know, the fact that the kind of male bonding between him and the hitman is the closest you get to either of them kind of like unpacking what they're doing. Like the hitman, the hitman kind of starts to unpack what he's doing and you get like hints that like, okay, so like, it seems like maybe he had a son who passed away. And like, you know, he, he kind of just like approaches his job like a job, but he wants to be friendly and like, but he understands kind of how everything works. It's like, it's a very sort of like, 
in some ways it's a standard mob figure, but like he is so genuinely like friendly with the farmer that it, it, it works really well. And then the farmer, like there's this, there's this really great exchange where the farmer basically says to the hitman, like, Hey, look, like the reason I want to stop feeding these, <laughs> these bodies to my pigs is cause like, I'm pretty sure my wife's going to heaven and I am, I, I want to, or, or gone. I, I, again, like I can't tell cause he talks to the dog like she's already there. So it's, it's tricky, but either she's gone mentally or gone physically as well. That doesn't it kind of ends up the same way. Well, I think he, he kind of suggests to, to the hitman that his, his wife and son are dead, which appears mm. to not actually be the case. Okay. That's interesting. Well, Let's yeah, see. no, he says, he says that he just hasn't talked to his son in a while. Right. Like, like he says, it's a thing about thing about Sadie. He says he, this is why he hasn't talked to the son. But he does suggest that the wife is dead, which actually I hadn't picked up on at all. That's super interesting. But there, there's a part where they're talking about like why he wants to do it, and he says like, look, Sadie's going to be in heaven, and I want to see her again, like more than anything. And I think I'm probably going to hell because of all this stuff I did. So maybe if I make this one hard choice, that'll be enough to like be able to see her and like be there with her instead. And the hitman just goes. I don't know, man. Like, do you think any of this, like, how do you know any of this is real? And he goes like, it's not really the point. Like, I don't, I don't care if it's real or not. It's like, that's what I believe. And that's my choice. And it's, it is this gap of like, there's no hard and fast, like truth or like reason that he's doing it other than it's kind of this last gasp of, of faith that is, I mean, is seems sincere, but also must like like absolutely has to take this role of like a, an utter sacrifice. Mm. Yeah, I I think that it's it can be taken in in a lot of ways about like how much of it he he really intends um, mm-hmm. or really believes versus like what he what he wants to wants to believe. Yeah, how did you understand his motivations? That uh, that's interesting because I I took him I took him at face value, which like I'll admit that's a problem. That's a me problem. Like I <laughs> I am very willing to believe um, un uh, unreliable narrators. Mm. Well, I, I I think that he does feel continued stress over like what's going on with his wife and what his wife's gonna say and just like this connection and like hoping to just like sever the tie between like his family and hoping that like you know, his son can at least go on to live like a more free life and, you know, think whatever he wants about his dad and like being able to believe whatever he wants about his dad is actually going to set him up for more freedom rather than like this, like complicated relationship that it actually is. Mm. Just trying to give his son like a clean break. Yeah. I mean, it does seem like he wants to give his son a clean break from, from this life. Like, uh, I think the idea would be like, you know, you you know he he because he, he's kept the secret from his son but he also he says like ended up doing this because he needed the money for his son right like mm-hmm. he needed the money for the for a doctor because his son was sick um so yeah like it is I, I think you're right like it's a it's a no matter like what's true or not it is a story about like coming to terms with motives and like coming to terms with yourself on like why you're doing something and who you're doing it for um, at least in terms of the the farmer's motivation, but it is interesting that it's like become um, like a decision was actually made because I feel like so much of the game is like about the mechanical 
day in day out nature of his life and like even his hobby is like fixing like um <laughs> so, yeah co- coke can machines um, which is cool i like that hobby i thought that was neat but it's definitely something it's like okay you put a quarter in you press the button you know exactly like what's gonna come out and like that predictability of it all um and like i think that it's like interesting that this game could have been developed in so many ways in order to tell a story. Like it could have just been like a visual novel and we could have gotten the story. But you know, like whenever you're in this like first person environment and you get to like wander around while you're having these conversations, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm talking on the the landline phone and like, I'm kind of playing with the phone cord. Oh, that was so fun to play with the phone cord. again. I just like, (laughs) that was nostalgia for me. Like, that feels real. It feels like that, like, anxiety and that tactile nature of, like, waiting around for something to happen. Um, 100%. Yeah. And, and like, I – oh, go ahead, please. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, of course, like, uh, it takes, like, a – and I feel like we've talked about recently, like, relearning how to, like, play games and to be, like – self-stimulated rather than being stimulated by like stuff always like popping up at you and having like the exclamation mark above the guys yeah head. right um but like of course i'm like 50 uh, percent of the way through the game i realized you could jump which was a huge mistake because then I was oh, jumping like, was fun though i was just like <laughs> jumping on everything the guy's like having a serious conversation and i'm on the hood of the car yeah you um, just you just world of warcraft <laughs> at that point like it's Am I waiting for something? Then I'm going to jump. Like, I'm sorry. That's how this works. Uh, Yeah, no, no. I was doing the same thing. And, like, I jumped in in the – I jumped in the hood of the uh, the El Dorado. I was like, (laughs) I'm in the hood now and you can only clip through it. Very funny to me. Um, Not what the game's about. Very immature of me. But also I think it's cool that it gives you the ability to do that in some ways. Like, it it is a story that, like, I don't know. Like, the way the the story works is very much in terms of – a kind of like it feels like a novel let me say like like there's a lot in this where it's like okay we're we're hearing a story that we're not we're not necessarily interacting with other than sort of experiencing mm-hmm. it right like it you know we're the ones reading it but other than that like the story is not our story but mm-hmm. on the other hand like you know within that it's not like this it's not like the the game is like well you can't possibly understand the story any other way you do get to pick the the um the uh the dialogue options. And I think it also plays with um, achievements in a super interesting way. Like, I don't know how many of the achievements you got, but there was one, if you're, you know, when you're at one point you're shooting skeet and uh, you can point the gun at the, <laughs> the hitman and pull the trigger. Yes. I got that, try that like 0.25 seconds of seeing him while I was holding a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about, it, I was like, I can't do that. I want to see what the game does. And then later I was like, well, let's see what happens when I do it. And then like, I, I played back the scene after I beat the game and it was like, nice try was the, was the uh, achievement. It's really, which I thought was really great. I do think it's interesting that they had set up like achievements within steam because so much of the game is, seems to not really. And I, I think even with achievements that it's not doing this, but like, it doesn't, feel like it's insisting on a meaning from most to all of like what you're experiencing in the game like maybe you're pulling meaning from it um, but it's not like trying to convince you of anything Um, and so much of the game is like 
like like shooting skeet like there's other activities like we talked about the horse like you can feed the horse apples like there's other activities throughout the game that you do i i um hesitate to call them mini games but so much of what you do is like the outcome of those activities is pretty inconsequential um yep inconsequential in terms of like playing the game but not inconsequential in terms of experiencing a day in the life of this guy so i don't know yeah i agree i think like one of the one of the fascinating things about that too is like the way that the you know like even some i think a lot of the achievements just happened because i wasn't aware that you could do things in the world like i tried to call bill too early in the game Mm. and i got a busy signal and so i was like oh that's that's kind of interesting um same if you try to call edith your neighbor too early in the game or like when I was talking to Bill, I didn't realize that you could put the phone down and hang up on on the people you were talking to. Um, it just cut off the conversation completely. And you get an achievement for that. But like the achievement being there was totally overshadowed by the fact that suddenly like this was the only meaningful thing that I did in the game that I immediately like felt the repercussions of. I was like, oh, no, I hung up on Bill. And I, like, I tried to call back and I, I couldn't. I tried to restart the scene and it wouldn't let me call back. And it's like, yeah, you just you just hung up like that's. That's the end of it. Like, keep going with your night. Like, you can't call your son back at this point. Um, Yeah, it was harsh. Like, it was was really, like, it took me a second to remember it was a game. Like, it was like, oh, no, what have I done? Um, Yeah, I think, like, you know, it it is a story, like, um, it feels a little bit like a, in some ways, like a a Cormac McCarthy-ish kind of story where it's like, you know, men in uh, in, in a, like, a, a, a kind of, featureless or not featureless, but like um, not a very busy scene, let's say Um, in this case, just the farm um, kind of existing and talking to each other. But on the other hand, like, I I feel like you can can make the point that like femininity is always like informing the thing, like the, his appreciation for everything happens in terms of the feminine and like understanding like what he likes and also, or what he lives for. And then also like, how he kind of doesn't understand the things he lives for uh, have to do with like how he understands like women, uh, his, his wife or his goats, uh, whoever you, whoever you want to imagine are the most important ones in his life. Um, yeah. I think like it's, it's a really interesting game in terms of like, you know, how it plays with this genre of like, uh, you know, masculine storytelling novel style stuff. Cause I think that's definitely, one of the genres it's interlock, it, it, you know, it's an interlocutor of. Hmm. I don't know I if had, you felt that way or not. Well, I, I hadn't thought of that, like thought of it like that, but I, um, I don't think that you're wrong. Thank you. I, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever <laughs> said to me. Uh, no, I, yeah, I just like, I, I, I have a lot to say about the game. I think, I think the one thing I'll say, and I, you know, a lot's going to be left unsaid because it's, it's a really interesting game. And I think, it, I'll I'll probably play it again um, just to kind of get my my sense of it a little more. But um, I think one of the things I really loved about the game was the ending. And okay, so total spoiler for the very last scene in the game. But like in the end, you've like you've been you've made yourself dinner. Um, you uh, you you set yourself up in in the in the house basically. Uh, you've 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 uh, you've dotted all your eyes. You've crossed all your T's. You've you're you're done basically. You've 
you know, the, the hitman says when you say, like, I'm definitely, definitely quitting, he says, like, okay, you have an afternoon. Leave the, uh, leave the door unlocked for me, all right? Um, and you tell him, yeah, okay, I can do that for you. And so, like, you know, you're, you know you're going to die. Um, and you set everything up. You make yourself a dinner and everything. And then at the end of your dinner, you hear, like, some commotion outside. You have your shotgun on the table and your, um, your shotgun on the table and your, uh, your food, the, the, your empty dish that you have made. What did you make, by the way? Um, I made goop. What? <laughs> so I tried to make the curry. But, you made goop? Um, I tried to make curry, but my my knife and my um my my meat got stuck under the table at a place uh, where I I was I was having a little bit of difficulty putting things in the pot. It's um, hard. It's it's a tricky one. It's like I feel like this is the mini game that really was uh you know, and I don't mean this in a mean way because I think it's bold to do it anyway and, and really cool. But the one that is least uh, um, meant for this for this game, I liked it. I I really oh I loved it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I loved I loved the quick mini game. I think it was very hard to do. I I was having trouble, but that's not to not to suggest that it was actually hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I like. Uh, how, how did he like the goop? Was that was that a success? Is that like something that the the farmer really enjoyed? I don't remember him actually eating the goop. I guess I don't remember him eating my curry either. I made very spicy curry for the farmer. Mm. That was that was what I did. I do um, think. Um, well, did you were you con- going to continue playing out the scene for us? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what I like is that there's the there's this you know this empty bowl of food. You you're you're standing there. You're kind of like you're, you're sitting there. You can't move. Like there's a lot of moments in the game where you feel like oh I don't have any like I can't do anything here. Like I'm I'm stuck right. Um, and this is like a, a real moment of that where you're just like oh wow like I am this, I just have to kind of sit here and take it. Like I don't I don't. I have nothing else to do. Um, and you just wait it out. And like the the scene's so interesting because it's like you have that feeling of like, okay, I'm I'm stuck here, and you hear these like voices outside, and you're thinking, okay, like how is this gonna play out? Like you know the guy doesn't like he he's your friend, he doesn't want to kill you, is he gonna send Saul in to kill you? The the um the sort of protege, like what's what's gonna happen? And as you're thinking this, the guy just kind of like whisks around the corner with the silence gun and shoots you like it's 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 extremely quick and i just loved how much that like cut the expectation like i loved how it was like it was basically like yeah you kind of you expected this to go like in a very kind of cinematic way um it is not cinematic it's just very quick It, it it feels like an interruption it feels like you're almost like but wait i wanted more and at the same point, like the game, the entire time has been telling you, like, you're not going to get anymore. Like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like it's it's a really wonderful, like thematically uh, consistent way to again, like I, I, I said this before, like it it the game calls its shot from the from the opening thing of saying, like, the game, the name of the game is adios. Like, it's the name of the, the name of the game is goodbye. Like, and it's like, OK, you're saying goodbye. Like, you're not. It kind of like make it, it fools you into thinking like maybe you can make a choice that lets this guy live, but the guy always makes the same choice. You can't talk him out of it. Um, and yeah, I just I thought that was um, it was really rewarding to watch a game kind of handle that so well. Mm. 
One thing um, that we we talked about because I <laughs> I was streaming this for a party of one of my boyfriend um, was his decision. <laughs> Did you to... advertise the stream or was it? No, I just streamed it on Discord oh, okay. for him. Um, was his decision to like have a shotgun on the table? Like you you have to bring the shotgun. You go and retrieve it to bring to the table. About like the decision to to do this and like maybe more. I don't know if it's like for whoever finds him, like it looks like I was a home invasion or I was thinking about that too. Or if I it's had no, yeah. for his friend, like somewhat like, okay, like if he, if I'm coming in to shoot him, like there's like some, um, some argument to like, oh, maybe he could have defended himself and like giving a little bit of like forgiveness to, to himself for, for shooting his friend or I don't know. What'd you make of that? I, I, you know what, I actually, I thought it was, you know, for the person who found them to, to be like, oh, you know, don't worry, like, nothing untoward is happening here, like a way to save himself from his son, because I thought about it a lot, too. It's this really, it's this set piece that's, and, you know, uh, uh, there's a set piece in, um, in uh, Paratopic as well, like a very, like, loud and, um, like, almost, like, uncomfortably large and noisy and violent shotgun. Like, this is, like, I, I think this is just something that... Um, like is in these games, but like at the same point, I was wondering why it was there. Like it was something like I was like, why, why would, why did he bring the shotgun? And it was unloaded, right? Like the the shell was on the table. It was clearly not something he was going to try and fight with. He doesn't reach for it. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. And I think like when I when I was looking at it, I was thinking like, yeah, he did it so that you know people will not think that he um, you know was involved with the mob or whatever right like mm-hmm. th- it was it was just like this was a, a home invasion gone wrong or, or whatever um, but I think you're right like I think actually that that sense of like you know this is on the table we both have the gun um, you know and it like the the conversation in the skeet shooting is about like you know I have my favorite gun and it's this you have your favorite gun and it's that like the 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 sort of like he's using his his revolver which he likes for its sort of uh, utility um the the um the farmer is using the shotgun which he likes for you know all sorts of other reasons and then like i I don't know like it feels i think you're right like like a sort of permission like him saying yeah okay like you didn't have any choice like this is just this is how it had to go and I understand why you're doing this. Um, and like, if, you know, you can, you don't have to feel like, you know, you, you did a, a, a terrible thing. Like I put you in this situation. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought that was, I thought that was kind of like a beautiful little um, addendum. Cause I, I just like, I didn't, I couldn't understand why it was there. And I thought it was probably the most um, thought provoking addition in the game. Like in terms of like, why is this happening? It's also definitely a decision to for the main character to have decided this way out rather than like I mean this is basically suicide by mob like he has decided yes. he has chosen death and so it's like I think there's something interesting there about like why you know like if he's choosing this why is he making someone else do it for him mm. um, That's really know. interesting. And so it's, Yeah rather than like someone finding him and like knowing that he had chosen this for himself instead it's like this last like badge of like masculinity like i was protecting my home i don't know yeah i wonder i wonder about that because there is like there's something very much of like there's something very much that's like performative about his um 
his getting out here, right? And I mean, we've talked about it. Like the whole point is he gets to maybe go to heaven now, right? Mm-hmm. And like it, it's fascinating to think about like, okay, so like what is the – what's the point of making the hitman do it? And it's sort of like, well – in some ways, the hitman has to do it because if he doesn't, then did you really make the hard decision? Mm. Like if he lets you off, did you make the hard decision? And I think like if you kill yourself, if you just like end your life, then is Bill right? Is Bill right in saying like well, we were just a coward all the time? Like and you know I'm, I you know I hate you because you're you know you you left mom alone or whatever, right? Like mm. I think the only way you can actually get to the sort of like true truly like. I, you know, I, I might deserve to go to heaven ending that he wants is by like, by actually having someone come in and kill you for your choices, a kind of sacrifice. Actually like facing accountability for, for choices rather than skirting by again. Yeah. And again, like not even a particularly profound accountability. Yeah. Of course it's Mm -hmm. death. It's like, but it's like, it's an accountability after like, well after the fact of doing all of these things and like also something that you know as the hitman says so often like you know you could just like stay and tend to your tree and stuff like you're totally allowed to do that like you don't have to you don't have to make this choice it's not like he's saying like if you if you don't kill him if you don't let me kill you now i'm gonna kill 30 other people like he knows it's gonna keep going after him it's much more like a personal sort of like this is this is the way i have to play this in order to live with myself or like anticipate any chance of seeing my wife again It's also like he wasn't – I mean was he was he doing anything other than just like letting the hitman guy like feed meat to his pigs? Like I guess it was like kind of like a bystander to most yeah, of the business I, as it was. Yeah, I think it was more of like a, you know, doing – you know, doing evil by doing nothing, right? Like it seemed like you just like threw the meat in. Yeah. I do think that you're right in that this book feels more novel-like than a lot of longer games. You called it a book. Huh? You called it a book. Yeah, it's a book. Um, (laughs) Yeah, there's going to be a GG No Reread episode where this is both the game and the book. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's that's convenient. (laughs) But I I think that it feels more novel-like than other um, longer games that tell longer stories because because it doesn't try to like you're not I don't think you're supposed to come away with it like whenever the the credits roll um or screen goes black as as I believe it actually is um and be like yep I know exactly what that game was about they were trying to right. tell me this and like now I have learned this <laughs> lesson um <laughs> yeah no I agree and I think like you know part of what is compelling about this game is that like you know the lack of side quests the lack of like being able to sort of like be like oh i want to go into the garage and see the car now um you have to go in on their own terms like you can go see the car but he's not going to comment on it like you can't the the amount of like um adjustability you have um in terms of like okay i'm going to make it so that my uh my character gets this revelation here like you, you don't really get to do any of that. It really is like the the game is is one hundred percent on its own terms. Like you you know you you're never gonna you're never gonna get to tell the story in a different way. Um, it tells its story its own way, and that is very novel. Like like you're you you can interpret it how you want, but you are a bystander. Mm-hmm. 
So would you recommend people play it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I think it's great. I, I was I was hoping I thought we'd be on the same page, but I was really hoping this time because I really I really like it a lot. I think it's a great game. I'm I um, you know, one of the things I said, I I, I messaged Doc and I said, like, I really I really like what you've done here. Like um, and one of the things I really like about what what he did is it's this um, it's this like it's a game that's like it's very um it's very sure of itself. It's very confident, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it tells a story in a very particular way. And it, there's none of like, you know, what you'd expect from a game like it in first person. Like there is no ability to kill the hitman. There is no ability to change the end of the story. There's no hidden secrets other than like a couple of jokes in the achievements. Like you can't, you don't unpack stuff to solve the story. You just get, you just get this sort of like very strange and, difficult tale and that's it like and then and then at the end it's you know that's that's the end um and I, I don't think a lot of games do that um even indie games so this was a real treat to play and, and sort of experience and and one that i will definitely you know it's short but i'll definitely be coming back to it um to play it again soon i think just to kind of reread it essentially and i i think that what what's great about this game is it has like such a flashy blurb you know like wow the mob (laughs) wow that's awesome um but it doesn't go into like the the nitty-gritty details it doesn't like really give you anything salacious about like what's going on what what the game is really about is like the daily living stuff that that i think like is highly relatable um yeah and and kind of um you know, avoid yeah. What you were saying before avoids doing what you kind of would expect it to do because it's a video game. Yeah, I agree, and I think like you know one of the things that that I've seen said about it is like it's a game that doesn't make you feel like scared or like excited or like any of the things that games often make you feel. It's a game that like imagines that like you know video games can also make you feel like feelings of like loss or profound like disappointment or something like that right and you know like that that in and of itself doesn't sound appealing like it's it's tough to sell a game by saying like it's gonna make you feel profoundly disappointed but it does that and like you feel the disappointment of the farmer and you understand where he's coming from in a certain way without the game ever saying like and so you yourself are like this farmer don't you relate to him like that's mm-hmm. never the point mm-hmm. it's just it, it literally is a story put in front of you and you're never asked like well who do you sympathize with who's the character that you think is right <laughs> um which i love like i think that's wonderful I've, i'm sick of games asking me which character is right i like that the story is given to me and i just kind of have to figure it out on my own and of course, the answer here is that the horse is right. Oh, the horse! I I I tried so hard to open the barn door for him, and I couldn't figure out how to do it. I don't uh, think there's a way to actually open the barn door for him. Maybe the only thing that I was like, "What's going on here?" was whatever he's like. I I love giving you these Granny Smith apples. The yes, apples are red. I was like, this guy is lying to this horse. What is it? what? You wow, don't think this horse, horse knows what a granny is? Come don't on. Don't you love these delicious green grannies with apples? Utterly rude. Come on. <laughs> stop, stop it, Farmer. This is the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> well, I I am really glad we came back with this game. I think this was an absolute treat. Um, I would, I would, you know, 
I will have to have um, Doc back on, and maybe maybe uh, if he if he will come back on, maybe we can we can do a twofer and, and ask about the game and stuff because it uh, I think it's a wonderful piece, and um, I was really really happy to see how much. It's always nice for me when I play a friend. It happened with Night in the Woods too. Like when I play a friend's game and it just is a game that I really genuinely enjoy and I don't have to feel like, ooh, how, like, did I like this because they're my friend? Would I have been nicer about it? Like if I had just played the sight unseen, I would have really like quite enjoyed it. I've so, never like, played it, anything nice. like it before. It's, yeah, it's, it's wholly unique to me. Even, even in terms of like visual novels and stuff, it feels different. So it's, it's something you should definitely try if you, if you're a fan of video games. I think like, it's worth your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it fits this format perfectly because I, I don't think that, um, you know, like a AAA company would necessarily try to tell a story like this in this manner. I think that this is like where where indie games really shine because they're telling more, I don't want to say more interesting stories, but, you know, like they can <laughs> they can take a, a risk on telling a, a kind of story that's not going to be. Um, exactly, yeah like already just like a well-accepted reiteration of something that's been done before. Yeah. And like, they can take a risk like this and, and say like, yeah, there's not going to be like your traditional hook and we're not going to give it combat. The mechanics are not going to be what, you know, a typical gamer is going to look for, but they're still going to like it. And that's like, that's, you're never going to sell a triple A studio on that, but you're totally right. Like that's something that if you can find backers um, and, and, and kind of like, play with the actually a backer for the producer for this also worked on um hypnospace outlaw uh Zalavier nelson um so so that's you know there are interesting people out there helping to produce interesting stuff so it's it's really nice to see i i assume that all of the combat and the loadouts are going to be in audios too yeah well no that's that's correct it's going to be in audios too <laughs> that's when you get to pick the shotgun or the revolver and let me tell you that decision that's going to be a tough one. <laughs> well, Liv, I, uh, I, I think we're, I think we said all that I, I need to say, um, how, uh, do you, are you up to anything? Do you want, do you want to have any last thoughts? Do you have anything you want to plug other than your, your charming boyfriend, um, who we <laughs> plug every episode? No, I would love for, to hear Doc's thoughts on this as well. And maybe I would love to be told that I'm completely wrong, which, which could be the case, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think that there's necessarily a wrong here. So I, don't I, think, I think so, I'm no. in the clear. <laughs> I think you might be. Well, I'll have to ask Doc if he'll come on, but uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm very pleased we chose this game and I'm, I'm, I'm feel very edified for having played it. It, it, it brightened my day quite a bit. Yep. So definitely a recommend from me. Uh, go play it. Have, have an experience. Yeah. I agree. All right, Liv. Well, I will talk to you again soon. All right. All right. Bye. Yep. <laughs>